sharing news and community information that truly matters to you for Michiana. This is Michiana 101 with Sylvia Stark. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening on this Tuesday day. Today we're going to look at trust. What is trust, you may ask? Trust is putting your confidence in someone you can depend on. Waiting is never easy, especially when you don't know exactly what's going to happen. You have to trust whoever you're waiting on. Have you ever waited for grown-ups to leave the church, perhaps, when you were a kid? It takes a long time. But you have to trust that eventually they'll wrap up their talking and bring you home. They're not gonna to stay here forever, even if it feels that way. Or have you ever had to wait for something good to happen at school or at work or within your life? Whether it's pizza day in the cafeteria or a field trip you're excited for, there's always something just ahead on the calendar. Why do you trust that you're going to get what you waited for? There are times when we waited for stuff that doesn't happen, but it's not like that with God. God is not stopped by rainy days, pandemics, or pizza delivery breakdown. When God makes a promise, you can depend on that happening. You can trust God even when you have to wait. Who else in your life can you trust if you have to wait for them? It could be a teacher, a parent, or a friend. But you can trust God even when you have to wait. If you're willing to wait and trust, you can definitely trust God. Our verse is Proverbs 3, 5. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. This verse reminds us that we can trust God even when we have to wait. You might think you need something God has promised right now, but maybe you don't. You know, God has promised to one day make everything right again. But it's hard to wait for that, especially if someone we love is sick or hurting. We know that God always keeps promises and is dependable. God is trustworthy, even if it feels like God is taking a long time. So when you are frustrated waiting for something, remember that God was there for Abraham and Sarah, and God will always be there for you too. And remember, you can trust God even when you have to wait. Take care and have a wonderful day.
Citywide Classroom will be connecting 4,200 Southland students, and this program will expand to Mishawaka. Citywide Classroom is an initiative that helps students and families in South Bend School Corporation access internet at home, and this is provided free, and it will be connected to more than 4,200 students in the school corporation. Citywide Classroom was launched during the pandemic by South Bend Connectivity Coalition with help from the school corporation eFocus. In addition to helping South Bend students with remote learning, some families said it helped those in their household apply for jobs, pay bills online, and work from home. Now Citywide school Classroom is helping School City Mishawaka, aiming to connect an additional 200 plus students and their families. The School City of Mishawaka is partnering with eFocus to roll out 200 plus hotspots this month to students with the greatest need. Students and families who need help access the internet from home can click here to apply. Citywide Classroom is funded through 
1.8 million Governor's Emergency Education Relief Fund. For more information about Citywide Classroom, you can head over to ABC57 and click the link called Citywide Classroom Connects 4200 South Bend Student Expands to Mishawaka. This is an L Carter coming together to support the community. Stevenson's, Hopman Jewelers, Hotel L Cart, Bella's Boutique, and 10 other businesses downtown are accepting donations for local organizations, including Soup for Success, Saving Grace, L Cart Area Career Center, and Startup Moxie. ABC 57's Morgan Clark is live in L Cart with more on the two week long event. Good morning, Morgan. Yeah, good morning, Jordan. Now, multiple businesses are accepting donations of new or gently used clothing, shoes, and jewelry for both men and women. Help set them up for success. Uh, the Downtown Elkhart Merchant Alliance is helping local organizations assist their clients dress for a new job or interview as they enter or re-enter the workforce. These donations will go directly to these organizations for those that may not be able to spend extra money on new clothes. Now, they are currently looking for new and gently used clothing, shoes, and jewelry for both men and women. Our community is extremely supportive of not only women and children, but um, anybody that really needs help. So this is a way to give them something that they can feel good about and start their new job and really with, you know, a whole new kind of, you know, wardrobe. And if you're interested in helping donate those items, you can find a full list of those locations on our website at abc57.com a little later on today. And if you're unable to make it out here to Elkhart and maybe you're just watching from a few counties away or something, and you can't donate from now until September 17th, then you can also reach out to the Elkhart Merchant Alliance Facebook page, Gateway Mile, Elkhart Gateway Mile, uh, and they will also be able to help you so you can still help others. But for now, reporting live in Elkhart, I'm Morgan Clark, ABC 57 News. C57 Learning Curve Recovering from Pandemic Learning Loss. The Hoosier State launching a new micro-grant program called Indiana Learns to help students make up for all the missed classroom time over the past two years. ABC 57's Naja Woods is live in South Bend with how the new program works and who qualifies for those grants. Naja? Brian, the new Indiana Learns program aims to help low-income Hoosier students still facing academic setbacks because of the pandemic. And some local students I spoke to say they're excited to take advantage of it. It's my senior year, it's my last year, and I have to catch up from those two years that I missed. Joe Ficklin is a senior at Rise Up Academy in South Bend who experienced pandemic learning loss firsthand. It was pretty hard for me. I uh, kind of got like really bad grades the entire time because it was all online, and I struggle learning unless like somebody's like helping me out directly. These pandemic setbacks are something the new Indiana Learns program is aiming to curb by providing students up to $1,000 to support tutoring for English, math, and out-of-school academic programs. It's really important for all of us to work together to support the children that are experiencing learning loss. This year, statewide iLearn testing scores saw a slight uptick in both English and math, but they were still below pre-pandemic results in 2019. One of the biggest reasons why local programs like the St. Joseph County Public Library is also ramping up free resources for students. We have a number of free online resources that our patrons can use. One of those is Brain Fuse, and so people can access 
free online expert tutoring from 2 p.m. to 11 p.m. every day, including weekends. So they can ask questions, um, they can meet with tutors. The increase in statewide and local resources are something students like Ficklin believe could help them succeed this school year. Uh, me and my siblings too, they would definitely want this. You know, get as much help as I can and graduate, hopefully. Now, the Indiana Learns program is funded through federal dollars. For more information about the program, you can head to our website, abc57.com. And at 6, I'll be breaking down some more of the local resources here available at the library. But for now, reporting live in South Bend, Naja Woods, ABC 57 News. Museum. It is a unique place with interactive STEAM-based exhibits. Melissa Stevens joins us now live from the Children's Museum of South Bend with more. What are we up to, Melissa? Yeah, I would like to welcome you to the vet office. So, you know, I'm sitting behind a desk here. I, I'm going to be honest with you guys. You know, I know this is for kids, but you know what? I'm having a blast this morning. Take a look at this, guys. We are in the waiting room right here. We have our little friend over here, Lunchbox. It looks like he just had a surgery or something, Shannon. He's got a cone on. I mean, tell us about this space that we're in right now. So this is our play lab, and we have the desk set up so kids can pretend to be working in an office. We have a million different animals that we kind of rotate through, so there's always someone fresh to treat. I love that. We got some x-rays over here. X-ray action. This is an area where we can do plant experimentation. Um, wow. When I say they thought of everything, they thought of cones for the dogs. <laughs> it's like pretty accurate. So this is probably my favorite part so far, but there's so much more. I want to come around the corner here. And Shannon, tell us about this space. So this is our maker space. I'm going to turn off the lights and show you what it looks yeah, like in black cool. light. Look at that. So cool. And so what happens out here? Kids can create kind of whatever they want. There's materials for days, and um, you can just make a mess, let your imagination wander. Love it. This is our sensory table that also has a bunch of different activities rotated through. Right now we have rainbow rice, but sometimes there's slime, sometimes there's kinetic sand, sometimes there's water. Oh my goodness, so cool. I want to ask you before we go, can you tell us about the days are open and admission and all of that? We are open Monday through Friday. We're closed Wednesday for cleaning and we, um, our hours can sometimes be iffy, so check our website because um, sometimes they close for field trips. There you go. I love it. Five and we're starting Saturdays from 12 to 4, coming this September in four days. There you go. That's new. Saturdays are open. I love that. $5 for admission. So, so much fun. We're going to show you another section. And yes, I am having fun, guys. All right. No judgment. I'm 28. It doesn't matter. I'm having a blast. No judgment. Inner child coming out. Love this it. Morning. I, yeah. I don't blame you one bit. All right. Thank you, Melissa. Coming up. Elkhart County is celebrating its second year of drug court graduations and in attendance, Indiana Senator Don Young. The drug court program is an alternative to the traditional criminal justice model, and for many participants, it's life-changing. Drug court is not new to the state of Indiana, but it is new to Elkhart County, and today the graduation's keynote speaker commended the program and those completing it. It's important that everyone just keep an open heart and an open mind about doing things differently. You know, so often we just say, well, that's just kind of how we've always done things around here. But I think when we open ourselves up and say, but how can we do things differently? How can we do things better? How can we reach more people? Um, the possibilities are endless. 
And today, 13 people graduated from the 18-month court-ordered program. Seven people gather for a town hall at the St. Joe County Public Library tonight to discuss a mental health crisis response team. Our Monica Murphy was at the town hall and joins us now from the newsroom with more. Monica? You know, this is in wake of the fatal officer-involved shooting involving Dante Cottrell. Now, there have been renewed calls to invest in non-law enforcement clinical-led response teams. Take a look. On Tuesday, people gather for a public discussion to talk about the possibility and hope of implementing a mental health crisis response team in the city of South Bend. Faith and community leaders have been calling on the police department to shift 10% of its budget to mobile crisis response and mental health services. This coming after the death of 51-year-old Dante Cottrell, who was shot and killed by police officers last month after allegedly threatening suicide and pointing what appeared to be a handgun at officers. They would not let me go to my baby. They pushed me back. Officers and critical incident negotiators attempted to de-escalate the situation for nearly 40 minutes, but were unsuccessful. South Bend Common Council member Henry Davis Jr. co-authored a mental health crisis response resolution, but it was tabled by the council. We are just working really hard trying to um, be accountable to the citizens of the city. Uh, South Bend needs to be a livable city, meaning that everyone here should be able to receive and access resources uh, that they need. Davis says other communities across the United States have implemented crisis response teams and says they have been effective. We have a model that we're looking at that's in Indianapolis as well. Uh, it's called MCAT. It's called Mental Crisis Assistance Team. And they go out with officers when um, someone's called to a tragic situation. And we know how to, who to talk to to try and figure out how to make them work. We know who are the people in the community who are already working really hard to help people live through, survive, become survivors rather than victims of trauma. Well, the funding has to come from the budget. We've gotten a, uh, a lot of money from the Biden administration uh, to help support these sorts of initiatives. We have monies that have not been used within our public safety uh, divisions. Community leaders say they want to create a team and staff them immediately. To reach the point in our history where it's common to have rapid response trauma teams, we have to be able to start talking about how those stories help inform us about process and what structures and plans we need to make to make it happen. And we have been following this story very closely for all of our coverage. Just head to our website, Terry. All right, Monica Murphy reporting live tonight from the newsroom. Monica, thanks for that update. Well, happening to... suicide this year has filed a lawsuit against Elkhart Community Schools. Rio Allred was a student at Northside Middle when she was diagnosed with alopecia. That's when her family says she began getting bullied. She took her life on March 14th, and now the family is taking legal action. WSBT 22's Anne Lurie has been following this force today. She joins me now live at the live desk, and the lawsuit claims there are Title IX violations. This 33-page lawsuit lays out Allred's experience at the school leading up to her death which her family says the district is responsible for. They believe Elkhart Community Schools is at fault for wrongful death, beginning with a hostile educational environment. The family of Northside Middle School student Rio Allred has requested a jury trial for the Elkhart Community Schools to face responsibility for the death of 12-year-old Rio Allred. 
The family claims Allred was not only called names at the district's Northside Middle School, but even had her wig pulled off by other students. The lawsuit also noted alleged physical harm done to Rio on school grounds. Allred's mother, Nikki, says she made school staff aware of what was happening at the school, as well as emails sent by Rio herself to school staff, and notes it's unknown if any disciplinary action was taken against the alleged assaulters. The lawsuit claims there were teachers who knew of the alleged harassment and did not report it. The family says the district was deliberate in its indifference to student-on-student harassment and that it allows a culture that tolerates it. The lawsuit states the district knew of Rio's harassment and failed to provide Rio or her parents with the contact information of its Title IX coordinator and has since failed to revise its existing policies on harassment and that the district was responsible for the care and supervision of Rio. The family is suing for violation of Title IX, the Equal Protection Clause for the 14th Amendment of the Constitution, and wrongful death. WSBT 22 reached out to Elkhart Community Schools today. Chief of Staff Doug Thorne in a statement told us they have not yet been served with the lawsuit and that it would not be appropriate at this time to comment on pending litigation. At the Live Desk Gallery, WSBT 22 News. Join the cause in helping support Rio's Rainbow. This Saturday, September 10th, there will be a 5K walk downtown. Registration for that has already happened, and they will begin registration pe- registering people at 9 a.m. You can also stop by their booths and purchase some merchandise to support Rio's Rainbow. Also, another way to support, support Rio's Rainbow is to help out. We can do this by visiting Kimmy's Hair Designs on Sunday, September 25th from 12 p.m. to 4 p.m. And this is in lieu to September being Alopecia Awareness Month. They will have a cut-a-thon alongside a bake sale. You can make a donation. And if you would like to bake something, you can contact Judy Ballard or Kimmy Jackson. This is a way to help support Rio's Rainbow. If you have any questions, just reach out to Judy Ballard or Kimmy Jackson for that day. Take care and come out and support a great cause. This is an update to Rio's Rainbow. Rio's Rainbow said, we did it. We have worked with Oakland to be one step closer to our first phase of continued support to local youth and their families. We're so proud and honored to have accepted a proposal and providing mental health support for the youth of Elkhart County, pending a few last signatures to make it a reality. We all, we have all of you to thank. Everyone in the community, everyone who has been to an event, brought a sticker or a shirt, the people sending event ideas to us that work entirely behind the scenes alongside us. We could not have done it this except united together. Thank you all so, so much. Thank you beyond what words can say. Through Oakland, we'll be providing group sessions each semester to students and families to support resilience building and mental health skills. Once the school approves, we will also offer additional mental health support staff through Oakland allowing for added focus at the middle school level. These programs should be fully approved in in the coming days. 
Meanwhile, we're working on further programs to help in more ways in the year, in the very near future. We're making a difference together. Rio Rainbow is working countless hours to make sure that another kid does not take their life too soon to being bullied. If you know somebody who is being bullied, reach out to somebody, the nearest adult or cop, anybody, and let them know what's happening. Take care and continue to follow the amazing work that Reels Rainbow is doing. in a break and let loose for a little bit as we travel the roads to where it leads us maybe we end up in the country roads in Colorado Denver so we're just gonna take five maybe you just need to give the five minutes of the words to God during this time you know there's gonna be some pauses in between the next two songs are just that on the road again we're gonna travel on the road again. And you will notice that there's some instrumental playing. And in the background, you have them just traveling and there's nothing there but the road and the trees, the mountains, and they're just traveling along. And who knows where we're going? But God knows. Just take that time to travel along with them and figure out where we're going. Followed by that, you were here country roads take me home. Sometimes, when you get on these roads to travel and let God do the magic. In our background of that, we have the bright skies and the trees and everything. And so we're just gonna take five as we listen to On the Road Again and Country Road Take Me Home. And so you can let loose and just fly. I know it's for me as I was just recording these songs and listening along, I just haven't grand no time. You know, sometimes we need to take that five minutes of our day to just let loose and let God. So if you ever are on that long stretch where you need to let loose let God, just crank up a song of On the Road Again and Take Me Home Country Roads and see where it leads you today. Take care.
calling all vendors. Here are some vendor event happening that you might want to get connected to. Kicking off, October 29th will be the Halloween themed craft bazaar at Southgate Crossing and Cameron 26 in Elkhart. For $40, you can get 10 by 10 spots, but they are asking you to bring your own table. They will be having three raffle baskets and they're asking each vendor to put $15 item worth $15 into the basket. Half of everything raised goes to the Eastern Kentucky Flood Victims. Also, you can help out at the Shelter Rescue Fall Annual Bazaar, which is happening October 22nd from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. 
They were held lunch available from 11 a.m. to 3 p.m. And that's located at the Moose Family Center, 500 County Road 6 in Elkhart. You can become a vendor by contacting Judy at 574-292-0660. Or you can send her email at jlcunning one thirty one zero at hotmail.com. If you're a local vendor, check out some of the bazaars that you can get connected to. Take care and have a wonderful day. It is time for some more community events happening in around the area. Starting off this Friday, September 9th at Osceola Dental Care, located at 103 Osceola Road Street, Nelson, Indiana, they will be having a free dental day. And you can have one cleaning or one extraction service for free. And it will start at 7 a.m. running through 12 p.m. You have to be 18 or older and to contact them to get registered will be 574-674-8757. Once again, that's free dental day happening this Friday at 103 Oslo Street in downtown Osceola. Also, the Humane Society of Elkhart County will be having a pet assistance event happening on Saturday, September 24th from 12 to 4 p.m. And they will be doing free rabies, cat and dog vaccines, microchips, and pet food assistance. And they will be located at the Elkhart Housing Authority, 1396 Benham Avenue in downtown Elkhart, Indiana. Coming up Saturday, September 10th, you can attend the Linton Avenue Pop-Up Market on the corner of Linton Avenue and Birdsell Street in South Bend, and that is inside the Martin Luther King Jr. Center. They will have some local vendors. Some farmers markets will be there. Live entertainment. Aaron Edwards will kick off at 145. Gooby Jobby Truth will be 315. Cheryl the Dope will be 2.30 p.m. And find the last entertainment for the night will be Dream Team at 4 o'clock. Also, heading over to October. The Welford Gardens will have a Garden of Villains event, and they are partnering with the Hall of Heroes Museum, celebrating 15 years, and they will be open 6 and 9 p.m. You can get start getting discounted tickets, which are available on wellfieldgardens.org. Heading over to Plymouth, Ladies Night Out Her Fest will happen Friday, September 23rd. From 5.30 p.m. to 9 p.m. They're located in Centennial Park on Plymouth, Indiana. And that is 1660 North Michigan Street in Plymouth. $35 will get you dinner and coffee, and it is a 21-plus event. Hope you enjoy some of these community events happening in and around Elkhart County as well as Marshall County. Are just some important reminders. If you're ever in a situation where you're just having a little too much fun, remember to have a plan in place. This is specifically for people who are getting a little wasted sometimes. Designate a sober driver. Use public transportation whenever possible. Use a ride service, Uber or Lyft. And we're not, remember, don't drive drunk or crazy and think twice. So you 
won't end up six feet under or someone else won't end up six feet under. And we never let our friends drive drunk. Also, pay attention in the school zones and look up for extended bus stop arms and remember to slow down in school zones. Slow down in school zones. Think twice before pulling out in front of a school bus or drive enough distance in between. If you see a big yellow bus in front of you, you might want to slow down. Most school zones will have like flashing lights, flashing for a good hour, hour and a half. That lets you know that you're approaching school zone when you slow down to 20 miles per hour. Don't be in a hurry when school gets out. Most schools let out between 2 and 4 o'clock. That's when we need to be on the lookout for all the schools. That's all the walkers that's going on. We want to make sure every kid returns safely home to and from where they're going. And you guys return to and safe wherever you're going. Take care and have a wonderful day.
You have been listening to Michiato 101 with Sylvia Stark. If you have a story or item to share, message her on our Facebook group. News Source 1 Michiana. Until next time, remember to stay safe and most importantly, Jesus loves you. Accept him as your Lord and Savior.